And now here's your host, Drew Marshall. And we're back. Sort of. We're never really back. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I get to a point in every show where things come out of my mouth and uh, they don't mean anything. Just a certain point in the show, not the entire show. I know you're thinking that and you want to say <laughs> that right now, but that's not. at the end of the show? Yeah, stop it. <laughs> Folks, it's time for a WTF segment. That's where I'm joined by a religion reporter uh, from a uh, certain news outlet, and we catch up in the happenings of the world of religion and faith and cults. Oh, my. Manya Brashear Pashman. You have to have three names to be a religion reporter. She's with the Chicago Tribune. She joins us right now. Manya, it has been such a long time. Do you still like me? I welcome back, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> I'm surprised you came back. I know you have, you have no idea. I totally thought of just running away and staying on the Camino. Just I'd be the Camino guy. Yeah. Stay there. Don't return to this continent because all hell's breaking loose on this Seriously, continent. Seriously, what's going on, Preach, girl? <laughs> all right, um, let's run through some quick topics here because I know you're busy, and Lord knows we have very important things to get onto. Um, <laughs> historic moments. Let's talk about. Um, the Oscars and a famous Muslim actor getting some cr- some some props. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marshala Ali um, became the first Muslim actor to win an Academy Award, and I'm sure that is not the historic moment that came to listeners' minds when it comes to the Oscars. Um, it, yeah. But what a cluster that was. But, uh, <laughs> but he made history um, uh, by becoming the first Muslim actor. What's funny is, I guess it's not that funny, but um, of course he he got the Oscar for his supporting role in the movie Moonlight, which is a film about um, gay men, and um, that is uh, he was uh, his character in the movie um, was as a a father figure to this this young boy coming to terms with his sexuality, and um, the uh, Pakistani. Uh, envoy to the United Nations um, actually tweeted, you know, oh, well, that's the first, you know, that this Muslim had accepted this award. Um, and then the tweet was deleted um, quickly because his brand of Islam um, is not actually uh, accepted as Islam in Pakistani law. Wow. Um, he was a, he's an Amidani, uh Muslim, and so that. Um, is not considered, it's a particular sect of Islam that is not considered Muslim in Pakistan. So, kind of uh, interesting little um, Side theological note. debate that emerged from that. Yeah. You know what I find interesting is that, uh, seriously, he's the first Muslim actor to win an Academy Award. I, first yeah. Muslim to win an Academy Award. Really? Well, according to some people, it should be Obama. And and I... <laughs> wow. Did you hear that? That wasn't me. Okay, that was Tim. Go, go ahead, Manya. <laughs> I, I don't really understand. Um, I, I don't really know who. I'm sure, perhaps the, the uh, you know caveat that he was the first Muslim actor. It's possible that there was a musician or a choreographer or an you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, director along the lines. But um, I don't know who that person would have been right. uh, at this point. But yeah, but he definitely made history that night. So can, can we move on to something that I just uh, I don't know how to deal with this one. So apparently. There have been some clergy that are now painting the signs of the cross on their head, you know, the Ash Wednesday stuff, with a mixture of ashes and purple glitter to symbolize support for gay rights. Really? Yes. 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 Do you find that offensive, Drew? 
No, it's just goofy. I, nothing offends me. I'm a middle-aged, a heterosexual, white, North American male. Except, nothing offends me. Except for millennials. Except for millennials. Millennials offend me every stinking day, but this well, I'm is... I'm sure this is a millennial idea. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, on Ash Wednesday. Um, Bling which is, Wednesday. You know, kind of a somber Wednesday, right? I mean, it's a somber day. It kicks off the 40 days of Lent when people are focusing on repentance and, you know, preparing for Easter. Um, and it's a really quite an intimate ritual where clergy paint the, you know, take the ashes and anoint people's foreheads, um, and they wear it throughout the day. Well, this group in New York, um, it's called Parity, which is a, uh, gay and lesbian advocacy organization, faith-based, um, but uh, they came up with this idea to mix with the ashes, which is, you know, the burned palms, uh, bl- purple glitter, so that people would know that they would not only see it as a sign of repentance, they would also see it as a sign of welcome and inclusion, um, you know, that that, be, that being the message that they were broadcasting with their ashes. And so a number of churches did this, um, and mix mixed purple glitter in with the, in with the ashes. Wow! So yeah, okay. I, I tell you, I was I was a little taken aback by the acceptance of this of this. No, you're kidding um, me. You were not taken. You were shocked by the acceptance of putting <laughs> gl- bling in in ashes for in, to represent gay pride stuff. Come I was on. surprised. I was a little surprised, and you know, there wasn't. I didn't really hear any outright condemnation of the of the idea. You know, leave this ritual alone. I didn't really, didn't really hear this. Um, well, I think well, one of the reasons you, maybe one of the reasons you didn't hear about it is because. Uh, it's not a popular ritual. It really isn't. I don't know what you guys are doing in uh, Chicago, but uh, well, up in this neck of the woods, we don't. We're not rubbing ashes of, for the most part, right? Wouldn't you say, Tim? That, that yeah. even it, well, my, the chaplain group that I'm a part of, because I'm a hospital chaplain, they're talking about how this is probably going to be the last year for uh, for the, uh, the the meal where all the churches get together. What's that, what's that thing called? Passover. No Passover. Shut up. <laughs> Anyway, the churches don't want to get together anymore and have egg salad sandwiches because no one's cutting the crust off anymore. Okay, so so you're saying that if if they had rainbow colored Easter eggs, there'd be a bitter a bigger stink. Ooh, that's interesting. Yes, I do. Okay. I believe so. All right. Although yeah. Easter, no Easter celebration, raise from the dead, positivey stuff. Ash Wednesday's doom right. and gloom. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's why I was a little a little taken aback at the acceptance of so that. So the glittering up was a good thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Um, can I just tell you, do you know, I don't know, Manya, if you realize this, but in our country, we have people sneaking across the border from your country. Did you know that? Probably do. You probably do. And, and what not, do you do with them? I'm not talking Hollywood elite that are disturbed that you have a president named Trump. I'm talking about refugees sneaking across the border. And they're actually not even sneaking. They're sort of being welcomed across the border. And that makes Tim very happy. Yes. Because <laughs> he's a Jesus-loving tree hugger. Um, why can't you guys let more people in? The world needs you, United States of America. Well, this is still up for. This is still in question, right? Um, yeah, uh, President Trump's travel ban, um, as opposed to the Taliban, was really was really only in effect for about a week before the courts uh, struck it down, and. Uh, now it is being rewritten. When that new travel ban will be re-released, we don't know. We're kind of all on pins and needles and have been for about a week or so. Um, but only two refugees were allowed in from the seven 
uh, Muslim majority countries that were affected by the ban. Hmm. Um, and about 1,800 refugees from those countries have arrived every week in the United States since 2016. So two versus 1,800. It was, it had, even though it was only in effect for about a week, it had a pretty dramatic effect um, here in the country. So, um, and they're also the ceiling, the cap for the number of refugees that President Trump is willing to let in. He dropped it from 100,000 to 50,000. And at this rate, even, even with the break, um, we'll hit that target by mid-April. And so we will, we will not be admitting, we could, we, it's possible there will be about six months when the refugees will be allowed into the United States. So, um, it's, it's going to have a really dramatic effect there. Well, um, and, no yeah, one's ever. No one has ever it. accused Donald Trump of having a dramatic effect ever. <laughs> He's all about the drama. That's yeah. for sure. He's all about the drama. Um, I I want to just sing your praises just for a second and make this uh, conversation even more awkward than it already is. <laughs> Manya, and I hope none of our other religion reporters hear this because I'm about to make a very bold statement. You, I think, might be the most interesting religion reporter on the planet. Thank you. Yeah. You are a fantastic communicator. Your articles are brilliant. I want to tell everyone it's chicagotribune.com forward slash manya. Is that right? Did I did I get that right? You did. You did indeed. Chicagotribune.com forward slash manya. Go and read her stuff. Follow her. Creep on her. I'm sure she's got all sorts of social media things that you can you can sign up for, whatever. Um, I'm a fan. And, Thank and you. awkwardly so. How many children do you have now, uh, Manya? I, I had a baby while you were on the uh, Camino. Uh, I had uh, I have I have Max Max and Rose. Um, yeah, we we have an old we have an elderly Jewish couple as our children. <laughs> Max and Rose. <laughs> that's hilarious! Oh my goodness! Oh, that's funny. <sighs> that's a uh, bit. You've used that bit before. I might have. <laughs> Uh, too much. But she's a she's a pistol. Um, she is uh, definitely more of a cha- she's she's more of a challenge than her brother Max, but uh, an absolute delight nonetheless. Good so. stuff, <laughs> Manya. Thank you for squeezing me into your day. I know it was very busy, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, Drew. Take care, Manya. Bye bye. Take care, Manya Brashear Pashman, religion reporter for the Chicago Tribune, ChicagoTribune dot com forward slash Manya. Manya. We should have a little. I was just trying to do the Lion King thing there, but it didn't quite work. Oh, like the thing from the Academy Awards that got panned as being racist? I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Jimmy Kimmel held up a black kid and did the Lion King. It's a brown kid. Okay, whatever. What, does it make a difference? I don't I think people are silly with that. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. care what color the kid was. It was a cute moment. Yes, it was, absolutely. Because the kid watched Lion King. Of course. <laughs>